Amen, amen. Jesus is the way. He is the only way. He is the way. That's a good word for somebody out there already, that Jesus is the answer for the world today. Let us pray. God, we do thank you that you have shown us the way, that you gave your only begotten son that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And now, God, as we go into this sermonic word, God, we ask you to be pleased with our praise. Give us the wherewithal to give the word as you have given it to us. Hear what we have to say, O oh Father, because they are words from you. We bless your name. We honor your name. We give your name all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Psalm 73, verse 23, 26, excuse me, in the New American Standard Version, says that my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion ever, meaning that he is mine forever. He is mine forever. When Asaph, one of David's choir leaders, if you will, wrote this song, he was so upset because life seemed so fair, unfair to him. Can you see a scar on the Lion King saying, oh, life is so unfair as he tries to kill that little mouse to get something to eat. Anybody out there ever felt like life is so unfair to you? Let me get started. I know you all waiting for me and Pastor I to raise our hands to begin to tell you how we feel sometimes. Sometimes we feel that life is so unfair. Not only that, but Asaph's faith in God was severely tested when he saw how ungodly people paraded their ill-gotten prosperity paraded their passion for worldly things. They paraded their popularity despite their wild ways, despite their arrogant attitudes, despite their salacious schemes and their teasing tongues. I hope somebody is getting this already, that he was upset, y'all. He was upset. And while these people were cruel and crooked, Mm -hmm. Asaph remained respected, Pastor mm -hmm. He remained devout. He remained upright before God. And despite all of the circumstances around him, he held on to his faith. Mm -hmm. Thus, he was able to break up with those feelings and emotions those issues, those circumstances that would lead to a breakdown in his faith. And Pastor I, the good news was he was able to lay hold hmm. on a breakthrough. All right, all right. Oh, yeah, today we want somebody out there to know that you've got to break up with your breakdown to get to 
your breakthrough. All right. Let me repeat that. You got to break up with those things that break you down to get to your breakthrough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, now, now we are looking at, in case you haven't guessed it already, we are looking and examining our theme for this month concerning breakthrough. That a breakthrough, Pastor Keith, is on the horizon. We, we know that some of you have felt just like Asaph mm -hmm. has felt. Uh, in, in a word, let, let's say discouraged, amen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it seems that you have tried to do good. Yeah. Uh, you tried to act right. Mm -hmm. and you have perfected the art of turning the other cheek. Yeah. You, you tried to make incremental steps toward your breakthrough up to this point. But, but for some reason, it it seems and it feels like uh, that you keep uh, repeatedly falling short. Mm -hmm. I, I believe, I believe that somebody listening this morning has, at a minimum, I believe that somebody has asked God to just please at least let you break even. Uh -huh. uh, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a way so that your negatives can't outweigh your positives uh -huh. uh, or, your, or your liabilities are not greater than your assets. Uh -huh. uh, or maybe you have asked God to at least allow you to, to break out of your circumstances. Oh, yeah. I hear the prayers. Uh, I, I know what people are asking God for so that you can have a way of escape from, from your issues. Yeah, yeah. I can certainly attest to this feeling myself. But 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 we want to tell you to break up with those sad feelings that cause you to experience that spirit of heaviness mm -hmm. and those debilitating emotions that have the tendency and the propensity to push you from your faith. But instead, we want you to take on that which moves you closer and closer to your breakthrough. So break up, break up with those issues that break you down and get into your breakthrough. Yeah, so, so, so let us first define what we mean by break up your breakdown. Amen. To receive your breakthrough. All right. To, to break up is usually associated with our relationships to someone uh -huh. or something. And so that includes bad situations. It also means to disperse and disintegrate and or disrupt something. All right. I hope you're hearing me. In, in, in case of the lies that the devil continues to tell us about our circumstances, it means smashing his hold on our situations and fleeing from him at breakneck speed. I hope y'all know what breakneck speed yeah. means. You got to get away, y'all. You got to move away from him. Yeah. I hope there's some witnesses out there who are understanding what I mean. And in terms of your breakdown, it means we often find ourselves in situations where we are in some stage of brokenness. Mm -hmm. Some can handle this better than others. For, for example, some can handle their broken state and, uh, and with maturity, 
while others just lose it all together and they act Amen. like children. Y'all seen some examples of that out there? With all that's going on, I know somebody's going to get that one after a while. If we look outside of our own circumstances, we can find plenty of examples of those who have succumbed to the devil's breakdown situation and acting like children while they are trying to make it through. Well, if you look at the scripture today, we want you to get in the process of breaking through. Get in the process of breaking through. Moving and advancing with significant development toward an abundance in God, an abundant life in God. No matter what your circumstances Ooh, are currently looking like. I think I think I think we we might be on to something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I think that we might be telling somebody something this morning. Uh, but 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 before we go deeper into the text, can we just uh, spend just a moment just talking about the writer of that psalm, the writer Asaph? Uh, uh, you see, uh, uh, David didn't write all of the psalms. I know we like to give him uh, a lot of credit, and he certainly deserves some credit. Uh, he did enlighten us. Uh, he let us take a peek into his heart and do his mind even into his depression uh, every now and then but 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 he did uh, have other people uh, there were other people who were inspired by the spirit of the Lord to, to write uh, uh, to God's people and so here is Asaph uh, one of those writers who is credited with writing this the, the poems known uh, as uh, like Psalms of 50 and, and Psalm 73 where we are uh, looking at this morning through 83. Uh, but but Asaph is a descendant, a descendant of Gershon, uh, the son of Levi, and he is identified as, as a member of the Levites who were commissioned by David to be in charge of the singing in the house of Yahweh. Uh, in other words, uh, in our day, we might say Asaph was a minister of music, uh, if you will. Uh, he, he picked out all the songs for the church service. Uh, and he was a gifted, a gifted singer, and, and he knew just how to put things together. He was an anointed man of God. Uh, but but, but the, what I loved about him, uh, what I learned about Asaph is that Asaph was a man who knew where his gift came from. Oh, so many people, so many people uh, think that they got it all by themselves. But 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 Asaph knew that his gift came from above. Asaph was devoted. Pastor Keith told you that. He was devoted to God and, and he ministered to the people of God. Uh, but in this psalm, he becomes transparent in his thoughts. Yeah. He puts his yeah. Bible to the side. Yeah. He lays his worship music on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, he takes off his choir robe yeah. and he writes from a human perspective, yeah. Uh, yeah. not from a place of complete understanding. Uh -huh. But 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 he uh, uh, he writes from a place of discouragement, yeah. a, a place yeah. of frustration. Uh, hence, early in the wisdom song, he talks about the goodness of God and the first verse, but, but immediately he tells us that he almost gave up trying 
is listening this morning because I believe, I believe that there are some of you this morning out there in the world of Facebook Live who, who, who have had those same thoughts that they have. Yes. Oh, I believe, I believe that, oh, even then, if there was the making of the Kirk Carr, uh, a song that, that he put in the, he put words to a melody that says he almost yes. gave up. Yes. And he almost let go. Yes. In other words, in other words, he was about to give up trying to get through to his breakthrough uh, because what he saw was too much wickedness around him. And so it begged the question in his mind, oh, is it worth it to walk with God? It was messing him up, if you will. And then it seemed like the wicked people seemingly could could get the best things in life, live in the best neighborhoods. Children went to the best schools. They drove the best cars. All they had it going on. They, they would put forth such little effort and righteous living was nowhere on their radar. And so he says in the second verse, he says he almost stayed in a breakdown mode so that he could stay in his broken situation. You see, the NIV uh, says that he says, as for me, my feet almost slipped. I had nearly lost my foothold, for I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Oh, ASAP, ASAP. Oh, we love your transparency this morning. How many of you have almost given up because you wanted your circumstances to be much better than they are? How many of you have questioned a time or two that ever since you started following Jesus, it looked like stuff started coming against you that had not come against you before. And yet you saw people who live like hellions. They acted like hellions and they treat other people with a spirit of, uh, of, of a hellion, but it looked like they were still getting along better than you were. Yeah. In other words, they live any kind of way, uh -huh. Uh -huh, yet they seem to get their breakthrough. Uh -huh. They live any old kind of way, but everything looks like it's going their way. Yeah. They are filled with pride and they do anything and you have lived just the opposite way, but you still can't seem to get a break. Yeah. Oh, 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 come on, come on, somebody out there that's listening. Oh, come on, you got to be transparent like Asaph was this morning and say, you know what, I've been there just like he has. Is there anyone out there who can see where Asaph is talking about? But he goes on, he goes on and down in verse number four, he says they have no troubles. Hallelujah, they look like they're going on, on, on flowery beds of ease, uh -huh. Their bodies are healthy. They don't have to see the doctor. They don't take any medicine. They're healthy and strong. They are free from the burdens to common man. Uh, that means like they're free from the stuff that the rest of us have to deal with. They are not plagued by the common ills of this life. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Stuff. Looks like they don't have to deal with the stuff. That the rest of us have to deal with. In other words, the wicked don't seem to have the brokenness 
that plague the hearts of the rest of us. So they don't don't seem to have the trouble, the struggles that that we do. Let me contemporize uh, a little bit of the message that he was saying. He, He was saying they are not disproportionately affected by pandemic disease. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, are they not worried about having enough food to eat and, and getting in the, the bread lines and the food lines and make sure that, that something is there for them to eat? They aren't even worried about having enough money to make ends meet, and they don't need to worry about that second stimulus check so that they can keep the bills paid and and food on the table because they get all of the right bricks. They get it all, they, they, they got it all. Let me let me tell you more what he was saying. I, I, he was saying, I don't mean no harm, I don't mean no harm, but I serve God every single day and I, and I have trusted in him, but something seems to be wrong. The message Bible puts it this way uh, in verse 11, he says, what is going on in here? Uh, is God out to lunch? Uh, nobody's tending to store. Oh, I don't seem to be getting my breakthrough like these wicked people have. Uh, they just seem to be getting what they want, and I can't seem to get a break. And then in verse 12, Asaph exclaims that they are always carefree and the continue to get wealthy, oh my goodness, they always are carefree, and they continue to get wealthy, and the NLT, the the New Living Translation says it this way, they are enjoying a life of ease while their riches multiply, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, essentially, they're asking the question, why me, Lord, why me? Why me, Lord? What did I ever do? Why no blessing? Why no breakthrough? Just nothing but the blues. Anybody ever been in that situation? Nothing but the blues. I know I know it's out there because I raised my hand and said nothing but the blues. But then in verse 13 and 14 of the New Living Translation, he continues and he says, did I keep my pure heart for nothing. Did I keep myself innocent for nothing? Because I get nothing but trouble all day long. In other words, you told me to live a godly life. Did I do all of that in vain? I thought you told me, God, that if I trusted you, God, that in my life, like the the, uh, the good man, Job, the righteous guy, I would get trouble for my trouble. Y'all heard that. People talking about Job getting double for his trouble. And it was recorded that way. And you told me, God, if I kept the faith, he's talking to God now in this song. He told me that if I kept the faith, that I would get my breakthrough. Anybody in virtual land 
ever felt like this or you are feeling like this right now. I, I, I just want to know if you're feeling like Asaph today. Uh, so there's a question on the table. Come on, come on. Somebody said there's an elephant in the room, and though the question remains, Pastor Antha, Pastor Keith, what what really do you mean when you say uh, for us to break up with our breakdown so that I can get a breakthrough? Well, what do you uh, think I've been doing all this time? Well, let me give you just a little, little story, little story. There is a woman I know who had a certain young Young man who was trying to date her. Uh -huh. Day after day, that young man uh, trying to date her would call up and uh, try to get her on the phone, try to set up dates, in other words, try to build and have a relationship with said woman. Hallelujah to Jesus. All right. However, however, the, the breakthrough in the relationship didn't occur until that woman could feel like uh, she could trust that man to do the right thing. Uh, you, you, you see, many a wicked man has come along. Amen, somebody. As a matter of fact, some of us are magnet to the wicked ones. Oh, that's a story and a, and a sermon for another day. Uh, but, 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 but we needed to know uh, that, that this man could be trusted. Uh, you see, you see, you see, there were uh, uh, many a person that's walking around that really are the devil. They look good. Uh -huh, they smell good or they drive good cars yeah, oh yeah. but but they are conniving and they play uh, oh, come on somebody yeah. uh, and they got a whole lot of negative ulterior motives mm -hmm. oh come on and help me preach this thing and until there was a breakup with the negatives there was a breakdown in the relationship uh, the relationship could not and did not get off the ground and so the courtship ended, uh, it really ended up really being a, a very big test. Uh, but let me just tell you, uh, we're going to rush to the end of the story here because the breakthrough did come. Uh, well, well, that's how God will test us in our breakthrough situations. He looks to see if he can trust us to do the right thing before he provides the breakthrough. Yes. Oh, come on now, yes. uh, people. Yes. Yes. Well, you want to break up with your breakdown situation to get a breakthrough, make sure you trust God and that God can trust you. Oh, God. Oh, we need to stop right there, Pastor Keith. Uh, and, and come on, come on, watch this. There are always, we are always trying to understand what is really going on. But the word tells us when we get down to verse 17 in the text yeah. that it's not until Asaph had an encounter with yeah. the holy God of Israel yeah. that he get that he get the revelation that he gets the fullness of the revelation yeah. regarding the plight of the wicked. Yeah. In other words, it wasn't until he could see what he couldn't see that the black bulb went off in the mind of Asaph. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't until Asaph had that aha uh -huh moment yeah, that yeah, things yeah. began 
entertain him in spirit. Yes. He says in the text, Ah, oh, God, I get it, I get it. I see now that after a while that the wicked will be on slippery ground yes. and will fall into ruin. Oh, God, that means that the good times are going to be over one day. Oh, yes, that they will be swept away. And when you rise above them, Lord, you're going to show us just how silly they are, like a person who laughs at their grief. When they wake up in the morning. Uh, Pastor Key, help us out a little bit more. So, so, so let me tell you an analogy to this uh, story, verses 18 and 20 through 20, when the scripture is talking about the dreams. You see, over the past 10 years, I can imagine many of my circumstances being thought of as just another bad dream. I know somebody has been there. I, I, I go to sleep and in my dreams, I watched as my situations, the severe loss of my businesses, the loss of my wife's income, the antagonism on the job, plus the, if it ain't one thing, it's another. Uh, all of those things were nightmares woven into my dreams. I, I, you know, but, but, but let me tell you something. When I woke up in the morning, hallelujah, if it took me that long, let me let me get that out there. If it took me that long, because sometimes I'd wake up in the middle of the night. I couldn't make it to the morning. But when I did get woken, uh, uh, me and God could laugh together about those dreams. Didn't mean that, that uh, the problems had gone away. That's right. Didn't mean that the dreams weren't nightmares. <laughs> but what it did mean was that as a righteous man, that there was a breakup on the horizon of my breakdown, and I could know that I can receive a breakthrough. Hallelujah Aye. to the Lamb. What are you saying, Aye. Pastor? Aye. That on. God will mm. allow you to smile even in sorrow. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Uh, he'll allow you to get a breakthrough in peace of mind. Hallelujah. Yes, he will. He will get the breakthrough in your plans. Of, and, and, and you will get a breakthrough for next steps. Because weeping, hallelujah, may endure for night. But joy, hallelujah, comes in the morning. And a merry heart is just like good medicine. And you can laugh because there's nothing, absolutely nothing, too hard for God ah. if you trust him. And so me and God laugh together. And the sum total of my dreams was that I had already achieved a breakup of my, with my breakdown condition. And I was on the road mm -hmm. to total breakthrough. When I woke up, I found out that the issue was still there. Mm -hmm. uh, like ASAP, I went searching for my breakthrough, mm -hmm. looking to God in the sanctuary of the Lord. And after talking to God about it, I understood where I was going. 
Amen. People of God, we can dream that our issues are not there. But God is waiting for us to come to him to get our breakthrough. Amen. So we ask you today, we ask you all this morning, have you yet had your sanctuary experience with God like Asaph did? What are you really doing to keep your faith alive? Looking at our text again, how to break up with your breakdown. When we look at verse number 26, where it says, as we read it before, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Oh, that's good news. Somebody need to circle it. You need to highlight it. You need to underline it because you need to understand that although our hearts might fail from time to time, that the strength of our heart comes through our God who is our portion forever. So what we need you to remember is to keep your faith in God's strength and his power. That no matter what the wicked people are doing, uh, no matter how good it looks, uh, God will give you strength uh, and power for your journey. Come on, saints. uh, Your breakthrough uh, will come. Uh, It, uh, it, whatever it is, uh, your problems in your family, your problems in your finances, uh, your problems on your job, uh, your problems in your health. uh, Oh, ho, 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 can I tell you? They go, uh, you gotta go and have that sanctuary experience and break up with your breakdown situation as Anthony Brown sings uh, because your help is on the way. So even if your flesh fails, uh, even as it fails, uh, because all of us are headed to the grave one day, uh, and even as your heart fails, just know that the breakthrough comes from the strength of God uh, and he is your portion forever. And when we get to, when we get to the end of the text, and finally, finally, as we draw near to God, I'm helping somebody, I'm helping somebody. Don't, don't, don't faint yet. Don't faint yet. Oh, come on, come on, hang in there, hang in there. Come on, come on and draw closer to God that he will draw closer to us. Oh, and as a result, the sovereign Lord will show us that he is our refuge and our refuge. He will help us to find our strength in the midst of our trouble. And he will help us to find our breakthroughs. God is our refuge and our strength. Oh, come on, church. A very present help. Woo! In time of trouble. Amen. Amen. This morning, this morning, we try to encourage your hearts to remind you to break up with your breakdown. Because we want you to get to your breakthrough. We pray, we pray, we pray that you receive this word in the spirit of the living Hallelujah. That your change is going to come sometimes, sometimes. In order for us to get a change of perspective, 
which is really what happened when they sat. When, when, when he made that connection in the section, Jesus, he began to see life from God's view. Not, not, not the view that he was looking at around him. See, he looked, when he looked at it, he, he saw that people were dancing and singing, having a good time in the earth. Unbelievers. People who had no relationship, no connection with the God of Israel. You know, people who would worship just about anything. Saw it. Mm. Trees. Preach, preach, girl, preach. Yeah, we, we, we ain't seen nothing. 